When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, hello, and welcome to your team selection for match day four. As always, you're joined by me, Andy, FPL Mode, and we're also joined by... Oh, wait, no, it's just me. Uh, thanks so much for joining me. Obviously, we're joined by uh, Scout tonight. Um, I will just finish watching Cameroon somehow beat Brazil. Uh, it was a Brazil kind of B team, really, but Cameroon won one nil, and Switzerland in a ding dong battle beat uh, Serbia three two as well, which is fantastic for the group because it means Switzerland go through with Brazil top in the group, which means Brazil are on the opposite side of England, uh, which will make things a little bit interesting. It's been an interesting match day. Uh, there's been a lot going on and a lot of a lot of rotation that people didn't expect, which didn't help in a game where you don't get. Uh, uh, kind of safety nets like you would in something like fan team. Uh, but it's been quite an interesting match day nonetheless. Um, thank you for everybody that's in the chat. we got a few people in there already. Uh, Karate Panya and Chasing Arrows. Um, nice to see that you're in the chat with us. So tonight I'm going to be talking through the rules going into the next stage. Obviously we all get a wild card, but it's good to look at the rules and look at how many players we can pick from each team. We're also going to look at the tournament tree so we can start picking some players and some teams we want to be investing in. We're going to look how my team got on. I would love to show you a screenshot of my team going into the next round, but the match day isn't open until literally now, so I haven't had a chance to actually make it yet, but I'll be making it a little bit later and giving you a bit of a hint as to the players I'm going to be picking. I think there is going to be a really, really strong template moving forward because we're all going to have our players that and our teams that we want to invest in because they have a nice route forward but there's always little gems you can find along the way um before i do anything else just quickly want to mention the sponsor we've mentioned the whole way through as well uh talk sport fan zone it is in leak street where fantasy football fest was um absolutely fantastic you can go there you can talk to people that just want to talk about the football have a pint with them uh, you know, have a pint of Guinness clear if you really want to as well. Um, and you can just talk, talk about the footy and watch the, the football as it's on as well. Um, right, before we move any further then, we better talk about the rules. So the rules have changed. I mean, they're, they're different in every game that you play. So do make sure you check the rules. I've put the rules up on here just to make sure that people know about the transfer rules after this round because we do have wildcard now. So everybody gets a wildcard. But then the transfers change in terms of how many transfers you can have and how many players you can own from each country. And it's really worth making sure you know about that because it will change how you pick your players. Um, so we all have a wild card now. And then after this round of 16, we have four transfers that we can use. After the quarterfinals, we have five. After semifinals, we have um, five as well. And in the final, we have six transfers we can use, which means 
Yes, you can go all in on certain teams, but you also have the ability to change those players. So don't worry. Don't worry about, or oh, should I play it safe? Things like that. Just go for it, really. You can see at the bottom there with the uh, max amount of players you can own from each team as well. Now we're in the round of 16. You can own four from each nation. Then it goes on a five, then six, and then eight in the final. So, I mean, that makes sense, obviously, doesn't it? Um, for me, there are two ways of playing this now. You either go all in on your teams you think will make it and just hope they do. And with the amount of transfers you get, I think you can probably do that. Or you play it safe, knowing that you're going to have a lot of players going into the next rounds because some people are going to get this wrong. Now, in the Euros, um, a lot of people went in the I'm going to go big on certain teams route. And they went with France, they went with Spain, they got knocked out in the round of 16 and it hurt them massively and you're scrambling to try and get back. We've seen a lot of shocks in this in this tournament already. So it could well happen again. So if it does happen again, you might be that person that's kind of hedged your bets a little bit and you're in a better position. Or if it doesn't happen again and all the favourites go through and you have gone for those big teams like France, Brazil, those are the player, those are the teams people are going to go for, really. Um and you've done it and they and they don't get knocked out and they go through the final, then you're laughing, aren't you? The only thing is, obviously, they're going to be very, very template. A lot of people are going to be going for those. But we'll talk about the players you can go for and the players that look like they're going to be playing going into the knockout stages as well. But make sure you look at the rules and make sure you understand these rules before you go forward because it really changes your team, uh, how your team is set up moving forward. I've uh, got quite a few people in the chat now, 63 people in the chat already. Um, FPL Sparta, evening. Thank you very much. Um, right, so let's have a look at the tournament tree. And here it is. How gorgeous does this look? So many teams I wasn't expecting to see. And so many teams, I say so many teams, two teams that won their group um, that still got a tough, a tough, tough, uh, tough draw out of it as well. Uh, so we've got Japan and Croatia first. Um, in terms of who you think is probably going to win that game, I think that's a really tough game to call. But I think Croatia, for me, are probably edging it. Uh, Japan have looked absolutely brilliant so far, but I really like Croatia moving forward. I like Croatia defence as well. I think Sosa is still a fantastic pick at 3.5 million, and you probably have to consider them, even if it's just as a budget enabler. Um, next, we've got Brazil versus Korea. Now, I think Brazil are going to be heavily backed by everybody, to be perfectly honest. I think Richarlison has got to be there up front because he's he's a cheaper option and you're backing them to score goals. You look at those two fixtures, if they get past Korea, they've then got Japan or Croatia in the next round. And after that, you're still expecting them to get through against any of Netherlands, USA, Argentina or Australia. So I think Brazil, four times Brazil is probably going to be the way forward. Even if you don't go four times, you just go three times. I think you have to heavily back them. In terms of players you're going to target for them, Richarlison I've already mentioned I think you probably do have to go with a defensive player yes they conceded against Cameroon today it was a B team it wasn't until injury time so I think you probably have to go with one of their defenders as well um, they should I think be having Danilo back by then Neymar looks like he's going to be back if you want to take a punt on that he says he's absolutely fine to return for then um, so it could be interesting to go over somebody like him although I think I probably still favour Richarlison personally just due, due to price um, and then you probably go for one of their defenders as well, wouldn't you? I think I would probably favour Thiago Silva just because their fullbacks haven't been amazing so far, and you know Thiago Silva is going to play every game. If you fancy an upset, upset, and you fancy going for for Korea, I mean, you'd be a brave man too, wouldn't you? Especially if you kind of have to go for two or three of their players. Uh, then obviously Hongmin Son is there. He got an assist today, I think. Um, 
Or if you fancy going for Croatia and Japan to beat Brazil in the quarterfinals and obviously go for it. I think Croatia have some fantastic players. Like I said, Sosa is just such a good player in terms of 3.5 million. Um, I think Brazil is the way you go for in this corner though, isn't it? Moving on to the next fixtures, into the next corner of the group. And these are some fantastic fixtures. Netherlands versus USA. Netherlands are a really, really tough one for me because I like Netherlands in terms of their group stage. I think they did well in the group stage. Gakpo is somebody that you can go with, but he is a striker, which really hurts because I think Richarlison, Messi and Mbappe, they're just going to be the three everybody picks because they're in such lovely areas of the of the table as well. So I think Gakpo is going to be a hard one to go with because... You're just not going to go for him, are you? Um, the only thing I guess you could say is whether you you go with Richarlison and if Brazil get knocked out, you then transfer him out. For, well, no, you can't even do that either. So Gakpo's a really tough, tough ass for me. I think Dumfries is somebody you can go with, even though he's not been getting far forward as we would have wanted him to. So you can go for someone like Dumfries. Bergwijn, you can't really go with. Now, Klaassen's not a bad shout. Uh, but it's Gakpo or nothing, which is such a shame because he's a striker. So, yeah, I think I'd be going Dumfries there personally. Nopper, still a good shout as well uh, if you fancy yeah. them to do well against USA. USA, if you fancy that'd be a bit of an upset in this game, USA have looked good. Pulisic went off. I think they called it a pelvic pelvic contusion or something like that they called it. It was basically he just got hit in the uh, testicles very, very hard. Um which obviously hurt, but they had to come out and say something, didn't they? Pulisic looked fantastic in that game. USA just looked absolutely brilliant at the moment as well. If you fancy an upset, Netherlands haven't been incredible attacking-wise. So if you wanted to go for a USA defender, it, it's not the worst shout. Obviously, someone like like Tim Ream, but we'll see how it goes. Um, I would I would be back in Netherlands in this game. In the next game, Argentina versus Australia, I think this is the game to target in terms of captaincy. I think Messi is going to be highly captained. Uh, he's going to be the template captain against Australia because Australia, yes, they got through. It's absolutely fantastic, but you would fancy Argentina to do well in this game. Messi is somebody that you just have to pick in terms of, you know, striker. You're probably going to be playing three strikers in this round as well. Um Di Maria is somebody that's been picked by a lot of players, but it doesn't look like Di Maria is going to be fit to play in this round, probably because they don't want to risk him with uh, Australia coming up and they think they could probably beat Australia without him. Argentina have huffed and puffed a lot. They've looked good in probably one game so far. So look, I don't think there's going to be an upset in this game, but <laughs> Australia, you never know. They've obviously got the, the backer behind them. Um, I would be going with Argentina. Messi's obviously there. <sighs> In terms of who else, Acuna's looked good when he's played at left back. You could go for Martinez at the back if you don't, if you don't fancy Australia to to score in this game. Rodrigo de Paul really hasn't done a lot, unfortunately. I've kept picking him because he's so cheap, but he's done nothing really. Uh, and Di Maria doesn't look like he's playing. So Messi, and I would probably fancy going for double Argentina defence personally. Um, I think Acuna and Martinez, something like that would be quite fun. Um, I think it's Molina's the other player, isn't it? So I'd probably go with something like that personally. But um, in terms of if it does become Argentina versus Netherlands in the quarterfinals, I think you'd fancy Argentina. Um, Netherlands, I just feel like when they go up against someone big, I think they're going to struggle to score. And 
I think Argentina might do them, which means that Argentina-Brazil semi-final would be absolutely beautiful. But we've got enough transfers. We can worry about Argentina-Brazil in the in the semis if we get there. Yeah. And let's be honest, is it really going to get to that point? Like, uh, uh, is everything going to go exactly as we as we expect it to? Probably not. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, John Cahill says McAllister is the guy. Yeah, <laughs> McAllister did well in the last round, didn't he? Got his goal. Um bit of a lucky goal I don't know whether I'd go for him but if you fancy it and if you want that Argentina double up and attack then yes go for it um chasing arrows Andy why did Azpilicueta get a minus one for conceding goals after he had been substituted because it carries on even after they've been subbed so after they've been subbed they can still get minus points for conceding goals in this in this fantasy game unfortunately um Lots of people asking when we can make transfers. I believe, I thought it was going to be as soon as it finished. So I thought it was going to be at nine o'clock. So I'm waiting for it. You're hoping it's at some point tonight because otherwise we've got literally just tomorrow morning and afternoon to to get ready, which is not ideal. Um, I'd just like to say quickly as well, before I move on to the second half of the draw, uh, I was a little bit peeved off uh, with this round because I had Mbappe in because I thought he'd play against Tunisia. Uh, and it turned out he didn't play, and I went to go and move him out in my only break I had at work, uh, and the site crashed, so I didn't get to move him out. I was going to move him out for Fulkrug, the um, German striker, uh, and I didn't get to. So brilliant. So I, st- I had one transfer I didn't even use. So lovely stuff. Um, right. Uh, oh, I just noticed Jonathan Gill is in the chat. Oi, oi, mate. Um, right, moving on to the second half of the draw, and I won't lie... If we're looking at the first half of the draw, and Brazil and Argentina looks like a very, very uh, possible and probable semi-final, maybe Netherlands get in there too, this side is looking tough. The second half of the side is looking tough. Uh, lots of people mentioned Julian Alvarez, by the way, 6.5 million. Again, it's I'm struggling with those strikers. I cannot look beyond Richarlison. I cannot look beyond Mbappe, and I cannot look beyond Messi. So... Yeah, I'm struggling there, unfortunately. Um, Morocco versus Spain. What a fixture. I love this. Do you know what? I fancy an upset here. I, I, I know Spain blew away Costa Rica in that first game and they won 7-0. But since then, I, ju- I just think they're susceptible. I think if you get in their faces, I, I, I can just see them buckling. And they did it in that last game as well. Uh, they did it against Japan. They lost 2-1. They were all over them first half uh, and then somehow managed to lose 2-1. I... I'm going for Morocco in this fixture. I don't think I'm going to be having many Spanish players in my team, personally. Um, if I did, I think I'd be going for... what You'd probably be going for Ferran Torres, wouldn't you? Um, which isn't a bad shout. Jordi Alba's obviously been great at the back as well if you don't fancy Morocco to score. But otherwise, I, I think I'm going to go for the Moroccans. I, it's going to be so heavily template moving into these rounds now. I think you have to try and... I say have to, obviously you don't have to, but I feel like you probably, it would be fun to go for some players that you think, actually, nobody else is going to back them and I'm going to back them. I think Hakimi's been absolutely fantastic. I think Ziyech has been absolutely fantastic as well. And Nasiri, I think his name is, I think he's been okay. He obviously scored a goal this fixture. Um, I'm going to back Morocco and I think I might get players like Ziyech and Hakimi into my team. Hakimi's been great. I really love him as, a, as an attacking outlet as well. Um, Portugal, Switzerland next. Again, this could be an upset. This could easily be an upset. Switzerland could easily beat Portugal. If you wanted to go with Portugal, I think Cancelo's going to be heavily owned because a lot of people are going to be backing Portugal to maybe get into the next round and maybe beat Spain and Morocco if they get there as well. I think... Ronaldo, I don't think it's going to be heavily owned because all the other strikers are going to be there. And I think that three that I've mentioned already is going to be the template strikers. Um, so 
who else do you really own for Portugal? I, I think, like I said, Cancelo's the shout. Switzerland, I, I, think, I think, again, if you don't fancy Morocco and you want to go Spain, maybe go for the upset with Portugal versus Switzerland. Maybe go for the players like Ricardo Rodriguez getting a penalty against Portugal would be quite nice. He has flown completely under the radar. You know, Rod- Ricardo Rodriguez takes penalties for um, Switzerland. He's a defender. 4.55 million, I think he is in the game. Uh, so that's not bad at all. Shakiri, he's... Only the third player to score in the last three World Cups, I think it is, uh, which is Ronaldo, Messi and Shakiri. So he's always a great shout as well. I, I, do you know what? I'm not even sure if Mbolo's in the game yet. He scored again today. <laughs> Let me know in the chat if Mbolo's in the game again yet because Mbolo would be a lovely shout as well for Switzerland if you fancy that third um, striker spot to be someone different. Um, Toto Long is mentioning Bruno Fernandes. Yes, yes. I did mention him in the last stream. Bruno is... For some reason, he's barely in any teams. And he seems to be turning into that talisman now, finally, for for Portugal, because Ronaldo's just slowly kind of uh, dwindling down. Obviously, Ronaldo, when he's on the pitch, is still going to be on penalties. But if he does go off early, Bruno's on them. And he's looked fantastic so far. He's had assists and goals. So, um, yeah, Bruno's not a bad shout at all, if you fancy Portugal go through. But if you do go with Portugal, it's going to be tough to go with Portugal and Spain players because you're going to have to be back in one or the other, I think. And it, who would you back out of Spain versus Morocco, Portugal versus Switzerland? I guess you back Portugal, don't you? So um, I could be wrong there. It could be Spain that go through. It could be Spain in the semi-finals. But um, I, I don't know. I just fancy Morocco for some reason. I could be well off. Could be so off here. Uh, so I do apologise if I am. Um, and then we've got France versus Poland. I think you've got to back France there. France, for me, and it looks like we're getting some early team news with France as well. I think Giroud is obviously a lovely shout if you don't fancy going for Mbappe. But the way Mbappe's looked so far, I think you've probably got to go for him uh, up top. He's so captable in that game against Poland as well. For me, I think I'm probably going to be going for Messi uh, as captain first. And then if Messi doesn't work, I think it's Mbappe. I think I think most people are going to be doing that anyway. And it does make an awful lot of sense. Um, so yeah, probably Messi and then Mbappe. And I think because they are the two most captainable players going into this round. That's why you've got to own them as well. So I, I think that that makes an awful lot of sense. So I, I back France to go through. If you fancy an upset there, Lewandowski's obviously now got his first goal in the World Cup as well. I feel like he is an awful Zielinski. Um, but I, I don't see France not scoring in that fixture and I, and I see them going through. So obviously you're going to want to be tripling up or quadrupling up on France. Um, Alex Mika, by the way, is saying Spain are the favourites for me. They rotated half their team against Japan. They did. I just, I mean, a lot of players did that, didn't they? A lot of teams did that. They rotated and then actually got a surprise loss. But I t- there's something about Spain. I just, it's almost like one of those soft underbellies. I just feel like if you get at them, they're, they're going to buckle personally. And I think Morocco have looked, they've looked so good for me. And they've looked good defensively as well. And I really like that. And I just think Spain flattered to deceive in that Costa Rica game. Everybody thought, whoa, here they are. And then they've kind of reverted to type a little bit. So I don't know. I, I, I just think Morocco could be a good one. Um, someone's saying, is there any news about Mbappe? Is he is he fit for the knockout? He should be from everything I've read so far. Um, right. And then England, Senegal. I think you've got to back England, haven't you? I know that's not just me being an England fan. I think that's you've got to back England here. In terms of English players, it's still the same as it's been all tournament. For me, you back the, the defence more than anything else because I feel like against Senegal... That is where we would do quite well. I probably wouldn't triple up. 
I think tripling up on England offence is going to be a tough ass now because as soon as you come out of the Senegal game, you've got the France game. In terms of if it is England and France in the quarterfinals, I think it's hard to go with England. I think France are probably going to be too much for England, mainly just because of their attack. I feel like their attacks... I, I feel like our defence is in a really good system and we play really well in that system. But I just think if, if there's any one-to-one battles or even two-to-one, Mbappe's going to absolutely destroy a lot of them. I saw a lot of talk today about Carl Walker having to play because he's probably one of the only players in the world that can go up against Mbappe and do quite well, which is probably right. But I'm struggling to see a world where England beat France. Uh, so we'll see. Maybe Poland do us a favour and we don't even have to face France. We'll see what happens. Uh, oh, here we go. Jonathan Gill is saying, uh, Adif, thank you very much, is saying that uh, you can now do your transfers on the site. Uh, so get going. Um, yes, yeah, so England versus Senegal. I fancy England. I would, For me, I think I'm probably going to go double defence and I'm going to go with an attacker. The attacker you go with is obviously up to you. I think Foden's going to be very, very popular now. I think Rashford's still a good shout. I think Kane's going to be very lowly owned because of those three being so template in Richarlison, Mbappe and Messi. So if you wanted to go with Kane, brilliant. He's looked good for assists so far. Hasn't scored a goal, but you know he's going to play and you know he's going to get in the minutes. Um, so yeah, I would probably go... I'm not going to be going any more than a triple up on England, I think. Two defenders, uh, which would be Trippier and Shaw, most probably. Uh, although Maguire's still, you know, he's still banging on that door for a goal. And then I would probably go for one of those midfielders, Foden or Rashford person. Although actually Rashford's a striker, so it'd probably be Foden, won't it? Um, so those are, that's the size of the draw. In terms of the players that I think are essential moving forward, I think you've got to have Brazil. I think you've got to have triple or quadruple Brazil. I think double defence if you can and then one of their midfielders one of their strikers Richarlison's got to be there for me I think uh, and then Argentina I see Argentina getting all the way to the semi-finals and that, I think that's all you've got to think about at the moment is who's going to be getting to the semi-finals so Brazil Argentina triple up quadruple up if you can um, I still think I'm going to have Rodrigo de Paul in my team I know I am uh, and then it's really really tough for me out of that Morocco Spain Portugal I don't fancy Switzerland but out of those three I, I think I'm going to do it. And I think I'm just going to go for Morocco and see what happens. Um, and then France, Poland, England, Senegal. I think I'm going to be going for at least triple France and at least and, and probably some of England as well. But we'll see. Unfortunately, I've got to not put my heart there and say that I, I'm expecting England to get knocked out in the quarterfinals to France. But we'll see what happens. Now, the biggest thing, like I said here is that this is where you can go for a few differentials as well. That Nothing ever goes the way we expect. We didn't expect some of these teams to get through, did we? So make sure you do go for what you think is going to happen because you, that, that's the way to do it. I remember Flapjack, he won't mind me mentioning him. Last year, he did this in the Euros. Last year, the last time we played this in the Euros, he went with England. Nobody else did because we're pessimistic. He absolutely was loving life all the way through. He's doing absolutely fantastic again uh, this year. So make sure you give him a follow. Diff that's in the chat is having a fantastic year as well. So um, just just go for it with those players you think would do quite well. Um, yeah, I think those are the teams to obviously target. Brazil, Argentina, France, and then Morocco, Spain or Portugal. That's where you can really get those differentials in, I think, based on who you think could do quite well. Um, 
Right, my team from this week. Um, yeah, so I was absolutely gutted I couldn't do anything with Mbappe and I couldn't get Fulkrug in because I think Fulkrug got an assist and a goal once he came in. Um, that rank is wrong. I think I'm about 30k now, um, but I'm not doing too bad. Pulisic was it was my power captain. I thought somebody would haul in this team and they really didn't. Um, Pulisic was the only one that did okay. At one point I thought Raw might, uh, might be my power captain in the end, but Pulisic comes in. Chesley was on the bench, got a penalty save, but then conceded two. Um, 0.5 million in the bank. One out of only one out of my two free transfers used because the get site crashed and I couldn't do the rest, which is a massive shame. But there you go. Um, right, I tell you what, I'll go back to the main screen and you can chuck some questions in if you like. Um, chuck some questions in. We've got what have we got? What's the time? Oh, we're loving life. Look, we get about another five minutes if you like. Five minutes of question time. Um, and I'll try and answer some of your questions. We've got over 160 people in the chat, which is fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, and yeah, get your questions in. I don't mind answering some. Don't know how well I'll answer some, but we'll give it a go. Um, let me bring up the actual site as well. That might help, mightn't it? Um Adash says you can make multiple teams and not yet get satisfied. Your heart is going to go everywhere. Yeah, thank you. Um, Toto, will Saka start, do you think? I think it's going to be harsh, but I don't think he's going to. I think it's going to be Rashford and Foden again. Um, it's such a shame that it will be, but I, I, I just have a feeling it's going to be. I think Rashford looked brilliant. I thought Saka looked great in the first game, but toiled in the second game. And I think <coughs> he'd be absolutely mad not to start Foden now. So the great thing with Saka and the great thing with Grealish as well is that they can come on and do absolutely amazing damage once they come on as well. So, I, yeah, I think it's going to be harsh, but I, I don't think he's going to start. Um, I could be very wrong there. Um, uh, Jonathan Gill says, favoured English defenders to own in order. Uh, it's probably going to go Trippier first, then it's going to be Shaw, then Maguire, then Stones. Um, Trippier because he's on the set pieces and he looks so dangerous going forward. Shaw... He's so good playing for England, and he is on some set pieces too. Maguire, it's close between Maguire and Shaw, but I just think Maguire is just due one of those goals, isn't he? Uh, and then Stones behind that, although Stones has looked look great as well, but I, I think that's probably the way i go. Um, FPL Chester says, double Japan or create Croatia? Let me just bring up the fixtures again. Um, <coughs> I said I would back Croatia. Croatia did really well in the groups. They looked great defensively, kept two clean sheets. Sosa, 3.5 million. Even if you want to go double Japan, I'd still go Sosa just because he's 3.5 million. So um, I'd probably go double Croatia um, personally. Uh, and I'd probably... It's just tough to know who else to go for, isn't it? I, I'd definitely go Sosa. And then after that, I guess it's a bit tough. I mean, Modric is a bit of a big game player now, isn't he? Um... Toto says, is Matoma a good option? Yeah, if you're back in Japan, yeah, he's been, he's looked really, really good. I do like Matoma. Uh, Norman says, Alisson goalie opinion. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's going to be playing. Obviously, Edison only played today because he's in the is in the second team. But yeah, I, I think Alisson's a great shout. You go with Alisson, he's, he's your keeper then and potentially until the final, isn't he? Um, Daniel Slavov says, France, Brazil, Argentina, three to four players, the rest is unpredictable. Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, and that's that side of the um, group that we quite like, isn't it? Morocco, Spain, Portugal, Switzerland. Who's going to get through to the semi-final? Uh, it's really tough to pick out of those ones. I think Spain and Portugal are going to be most backed, but I think it's not outside of the realm's possibility 
that Morocco or Switzerland somehow get through those. We'll see how what happens. Um, Alex Mika, I think England will suit playing France on the counter better uh, than we will against Senegal low block. Honestly, think we could do France. Yeah, we could do. We really, really could. It's just those one-on-one situations. It's just about how Gareth Southgate sets himself up against them and whether he can... It's just the 90 minutes. It's, it's 90 minutes plus those 10 minutes, whatever we're going to have, uh, injury time. Those moments of one or two moments where... Can we do it? Can you know if Mbappe gets one on one with a Maguire? Like, is, is he gonna? Is is it, is it gonna come out the other side? And I just, I don't know. I just fancy them to score a few more goals than we can, but we'll see. I do agree though; it'll be it will suit our counter attacking style. Um, Adam Clark is Bruno a good counter? Count, is Bruno a good captaincy option? Yes, but I think it's going to be hard to go against Messi and. Mbappe for captaincy this this week. Even Richarlison's a good captaincy option. So, yes, if you fancy going differential. Uh, Chim, I have a rule to have at least one player from each continent. Um, who's the best African, Asian and North American players in your opinion? Uh, so African, I think, is one of Ziyech or Hakimi. Uh, really like both of them. Um, Asian, someone's already mentioned it. If you really wanted to go with Japan, I think I would go with someone like Matoma. He's looked really, really good. Uh, and North American, it's got to be Pulisic. If he's fit, if his testicles are feeling better, I think I'd probably go Pulisic. <clears throat> uh, Tech says, uh, best England midfielder, Foden. I can't see a world in which Foden doesn't start this fixture, so Foden for me. Um, Adash says, is Gakpo locked in as a forward? I wish I could. I really, really wish I could, but I just can't look beyond... Richarlison, Mbappe and Messi. If I fancied going against Richarlison, I'd go Gakpo, I think. But I, I just don't see myself doing it. Um, and that could be wrong. Um, uh, Daniel Slavov says Gakpo might have a really tough time against a young USA team. He might do. Um, the one thing I will say about Gakpo is he's not having a ton of chances, but he is scoring with the ones he's got. He's been extremely efficient. I think he's had three shots on target and scored three goals. So, um, yeah, and this USA team, they're so athletic. So, I, I, I've been so impressed with this USA team, by the way. Tyler Adams is fastly becoming my, one of my favourite players. I absolutely love him. Um, uh, Alex says, would you say we have a better bench than France? I think we have better impact players. I think we've got, to be fair, I think we've got the best impact players of the whole tournament. I really, really do. When you think you can bring players like Grealish or Saka, Foden, um, Rashford on, off the bench, I think that's absolutely fantastic. Um, so, yeah, I think I think we do. I, if we're toiling in the 60th, 70th minute and it's still nil-nil, I think we can make a bigger impact than they can. It's just whether our defence can do well against their attack for 90 minutes, which I think is a big ask, but we'll see. Um Christian says, hope for a final England versus Argentina. Do you think Alvarez will overtake Martinez in the starting lineup? Martinez, I don't like Martinez just because he always goes off early. Um, Alvarez took his goal really well, didn't he? So I I don't mind Alvarez. I just struggle picking both of them because I, I kind of know who my three are going to be up top. So I think there's every chance Alvarez takes it over from Martinez. I, I do think there is because Martinez keeps going off early and I think he might go for Alvarez because he's he's just looked better when he's been playing and he looks like he's been a better finisher so far and he can stay on side, which helps as well. Um, Tech says, Matoma doesn't even start for Japan. He's used as a super sub. He is indeed, but there's every chance he could start going into the next one. So we'll see what happens. Um, Sam says, picking from England is a risk. What do you think? The one thing I will say... 
is a lot of people can get fixated on the quarterfinal, on the semi-final, on the final, and things like that. You do get points, obviously, for the for the round of 16, so make sure you pick players for the round of 16 too. England have a lovely fixture against Senegal. If you fancy them to get a clean sheet and to score a goal or two, then, then do back them because you've got four transfers to use after this round. So make sure you use those four transfers. You can get rid of your England players. If, if they, you know... You can get rid of them before France, but then you can keep them for France as well. So don't be scared to to invest in these teams as well. So, you know, um, if you want to go for Portugal and Morocco, then yeah, go for it. Um, Chasing Arrow says, I'm doubling up up front with Mbappe and Giroud. Nice, sounds good. Um, Toto, as a Leeds fan, Tyler Adams is immense and watch out for Aronson off the bench tomorrow. Yeah, I honestly... Tyler Adams, is he's just so mature for his age as well. I just, I just really, really like him as a player. Uh, Marco Leary, Senegal to beat England. Ooh, could you imagine? And then France against Senegal would be a lovely um, quarterfinals. Um, uh, Adash says, oh yeah, thanks for running the stream, lovely. Um, KH says, Carl Walker or Trippier? I've seen quite a few people saying that Carl Walker might not be played against Senegal because he will definitely play against France if we get if we play France in that next round. Um, I think it was Gary Lineker saying it on the BBC. So I, I, I would struggle picking Carl Walker because I don't expect him to play against Senegal. But I also, I, I expect him to play against France, but I expect nothing against France in terms of, I don't expect him to be very attacking against France. I expect him to be that defensive um, right back. So... I think if you're going to do it, you go Trippier because you expect him to play against uh, against Senegal. Um, uh, Sam says Foden or Saka. I think it's Foden for me. They could both start, but I, I think it's probably going to be Foden personally. Um, right, we'll stop there uh, because otherwise I'm going to be going on too long. I've already got on longer than I thought I was going to. Uh, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. I'll go back to my main screen. There we go. Uh, 180 people watching. Thank you so much. Make sure you like it. We've only got 27 likes, 100 people like, 180 people watching. Please like it because uh, then Scout will think that I'm doing a good job even though I'm flying solo. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. I hope you enjoy the next round. Transfers are open so you can make your teams. Make sure you do. And we will see you again next week after the round of 16 has finished. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.